I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Nothing else matters. I have a tuna. I'm in your face. Welcome back to the fast, fast five-minute podcast. I almost fucked it up there. A show where we talk about uh, everyone's favorite movie from the year 2000, The Fast and the Furious. I am your host, Stone, and with me, as always, is Guard. Thank you, Stone. Happy to be here again. So happy to have you. Uh, Guard, you know, I I noticed the last couple episodes that you had sponsors. Do you want to just go for that right away? Um, Yes, Stone, I'm glad you asked. We have a good one this week. I can't wait to hear it. Uh, this week's sponsor, the Fast Five Minute Podcast, hailed by my mom as the best twenty minutes in entertainment. The Fast Five Minute Podcast is an electric journey to take with two swell guys. So, are we taking money out of our right pocket and putting it in our left? Sponsoring ourselves this week. All right, great. I and lo- you know what? I'll tell you one thing about this week's sponsor. I really believe in them. Yeah, that's, the lint roller yeah. spot was just kind of bullshit that we had to do money wise, but I really believe in these guys. That one was to pay the bills. This one's this one's because we believe in their cause. This Absolutely, because we're passionate. Absolutely. About them. Well, just a reminder of what this show is and what our sponsor is. I guess it's a show where every week. We come together and we talk about five minutes of the 2001 hit movie, The Fast and the Furious. This week, we are on episode three, which means we are on episode 10 to 15. And to start yeah, things to off... To be clear, minutes 10 to 15. Minutes 10 to 15. To start things off, Guard, would you like to tell the audience how this episode ended or how it began? Um, I'll take how it began this week, um, and it began with our hero, or at least one of our two heroes. I don't, I haven't seen enough yet to know, but um, our hero for now ordering a uh, two massive cans of NOS, two big ones, two big ones, and it ends with a. I can only describe as. Um, a great cliffhanger where we're about to race, but we haven't quite got mm. there yet. We're almost to a race. <laughs> and I will say, Stone, before we jump in, um, this movie I'm enjoying. Uh, Great. Which is more than I can say for the first time I watched it. And I don't know if it's because I'm watching it in five-minute increments, so the quotations uh, that are painfully dumb don't build up altogether. I only get like one every five minutes. That could be it. Or that what be, it is. That could be absolutely true. But I'm glad I'm you're enjoying, enjoying the it. hell out of it. Though. I'm glad you yeah. are. So normally they these these five minute chunks seem very random and they cut off in the middle of sentences. This week seemed kind of perfect. It was <laughs> it, the beginning and the end were both great. It felt like we were watching like a chunk of a TV show. Um, yeah, and I couldn't be more excited about it. I guess we can talk more about that uh, towards the end. But it yeah, it starts off with like you said, Brian getting some nos. From his boss at his job. His boss that, for some reason, has switched to an Austrian accent for some reason? Did you notice that? I did not notice that. He speaks like Arnold Schwarzenegger when he's uh, chastising him. Incredible. I mean, I like, like... you can't... You've only gone... Amateurs can't get... I can't do that, the uh, Austrian accent very well, but you get the idea. I get the idea. It was weird. I, I, didn't, I didn't care for it. And then he ends up saying, Nos. <laughs> I one thing I liked about this opening scene is 
Brian's boss kind of says what we're all thinking, and it's that Brian's not a good driver. Kind of just oh, calls he, him out. Straight up calls him out. He calls out. him an amateur. He, call, he says amateurs don't use NOS, and he says that you have a heavy foot and that you're going to blow yourself up. He does. Um, and a little subtle brag for me here, Stone. Yeah, okay. Uh, 140 is presumably the fastest Brian's ever gone because he said he got up to 140 this morning, really excited about it. Yeah, needed NOS. I drove on Das Autobahn at 143 miles Oh, per wow. Hour. You heard it here first. Uh, guard confirmed faster than Brian. That's right. Up until minute 10 of the first movie, I was going faster than Brian. We don't know if you were furious, more furious, but you were, in fact, faster. That's crazy. That's good to hear. I, I can't, I'll go ahead and confirm I wasn't as furious. Okay, okay. I was listening to Meatloaf at the time, so I was in a pretty good mood. Incredible. But also, after this interaction, then Brian tells his boss that he needs the NOS by tonight. Like, really gives his boss a stern talking to. Like, he's wearing the pants in the shop, it seems like. Yeah, and the boss immediately folds. I mean, we don't see the boss fold, but uh, we know he does because Brian ends up having not two huge cans of NOS later. Correct. So the boss gives him a whole diatribe. I'm not going to, you're too much of an amateur. I'm not going to give you this. Brian says, uh, yeah, you are, dude, and heads out. And then the boss is like, okay, my employee told me, I guess. All right, I guess I got to do what my employee says. Do you have any any thoughts going forward on this? Any speculation? On what? If, what I don't know, what's just, their, just with... their relationship of Brian and his boss. Um, it seems like the boss is um, kind of a wuss. I have nothing really besides that. I mean, okay. I don't. I can't imagine the boss is going to play a main part in the film going forward. I don't believe he does, but just want just want to get your <laughs> thoughts. Just getting your thoughts. Okay, sure. So so after that exchange, we roll up in again the green eclipse. It's got its neons under. It's looking sharp as ever, oh. and we roll up to a location. And guard, I don't. I was trying to have. I was trying to think of the right words to describe this place, uh, and I couldn't find them. Do you have any way to describe what the location is that they roll up to in his green eclipse? Hmm. Good question. I'm gonna say like L.A. kind. L.A. If uh, it was during World War II, uh, England, and there was a possible bombing at any moment. So there's only these people on the street and literally no one else and no one at windows or anything. Yeah, it's like a weird warehouse that looks empty, but they're just these giant like concrete buildings in the middle with of no nowhere. window, like with spots for windows. But then where the windows are, they're all just concreted. Over yeah, for there's some, some windows. There's some not. It's just like a, a meetup for all the car people. Apparently, I don't, I don't know it's where car people hang. It's where the car people hang. And there's a fuck ton of them. This is a hot oh, spot. Hundreds for car this people. Is, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of people. Yeah. And everyone has the sickest neon colored car with lights and annoying paint jobs and one of them's like violently thrusting around like it has hydraulics like this is a (laughs) wild and weird place to be um we know it's weird and wild because of the direction the music takes by the way (laughs) uh three different songs within like 20 seconds oh i have the time so at 22 seconds in we get the first song at 46 seconds in we get a second song and at 109 we get a third song it's as if they had all of these songs as potentials and they say we just like them all so much let's just give yeah, them they all, loved equal them all. Share. they couldn't cut any of them 
Do you know the songs? Because I think I found which songs they were. Well, I'll I'll have share my notes. It starts with a cool rap song. I'm not sure what it is. Then we POV get the city anthem. Then we get uh rollin' rollin' rollin', which is by <laughs> Papa Roach. I can only imagine. <laughs> I think so, but I don't. Is see it really it li- listed in? I I don't know. So this is the thing. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Rollin' is by Limp Biscuit and DMX. Limp Biscuit. That's very close. I'll take that as a half point for Stone. And then the third song, I don't, again, I don't know what it is, but the first <laughs> lines of the song are keep it fast, keep it furious. We're, uh, we're still on the train of the most on the nose songs you can imagine for this movie. Yeah, that song is Life Ain't a Game, performed by Ja Rule. It sounded like Ja Rule. Yeah. But yeah, opens with keep it fast, keep it furious. Because just in case we forgot what fucking movie we're watching, let's remind the entire audience. So, and huge disclaimer, I might have messed up all of those songs. So all I'm doing here is looking at the track listings, and they're in order, but um, I don't think they're in order. So Life Ain't a Game comes behind Roland. We can identify Roland for sure. It keeps, that says keep song. rolling, rolling, rolling. It's pretty easy but to spot. Roland's listed as the 12th song in the movie soundtrack. There definitely hasn't been 12 songs, so whatever list you're looking at might be a little off. I don't know. I guess not. I was going to shout out Wikipedia, but I guess not. Um. So after Brian shows up, we get just some generic car shots. There's people. There's cars. They're looking under the hoods. You know, car stuff. And then we get a couple shots of a couple groups of people that we need to discuss, and it's mm-hmm. uh, it's very 2001 of this movie. Yeah, so apparently um, during the car meetups, there's cliques of groups, except um, unlike the cliques that you might be familiar with in high school— these were just different races of people. Just different ethnic groups divided very, very strangely. Um, this is this is a part of this movie where it shows its age, where it's a it's a scene that isn't you know it's not like terrible, but this would never be okayed in a 2020 movie. <laughs> it was no just way. Weird. I mean, it wasn't like racist, but I mean, maybe it was because they divided them up. But it was just weird that like. We they specifically show like a group of African American guys, a group of Mexican guys, and a group of Asian guys, and they're not like mingling at all. They're like enemies. I, I don't know if the street race scene was a big like breeding ground for race wars back in the day, but it was really bizarre how they were arranged. It, it really right? was. And they were I don't know if they were racist, but it was like slightly stereotyped, but like not that much like the group of african-american people they're just all wearing white t-shirts and jeans Mm -hmm. and a couple have bandanas there are two women dancing kind of with each other but no one at the same time odd group of people also there's one white person in that group which i think there's one white person in in every single group which i thought was funny i didn't notice that then we go to the hispanic group and they're all just like vague stereotypes of hispanic people some of them have mustaches most of them have shaved heads and they're wearing plaid button-up shirts okay mm-hmm. and then we get to the um vague asian nondescript asian group and they didn't really have a stereotype they kind of just look like teenagers that just happen to all be asian 
I don't know. <laughs> right. That, yeah, I just thought just it was so strange to give three separate shots of just three different groups of people that were strictly separated by race. Why not show them just Brian mingling looks together? Extremely uncomfortable, by the way. Brian doesn't look confident at all at this oh, point. Oh, yeah, and we're seeing these people through Brian's eyes, so he's scoping out that yeah. he is the lone white person. And there's <laughs> right. all these cliques of different ethnicities around him. He's not feeling great. I mean, you know, showing up somewhere new is always scary. Yeah, but then, so uh, so the feeling is ominous because of the way of Brian's looking around. And then Hector says a beautiful line. Um, he says, uh, let me find it here to get it right. Uh, who's this snowman right here? Look at this snowman. And we'll say Hector was in the hero shot of the Hispanic group. He seems to be there. Mm leader i don't know i guess yeah but so hector brian seems trepidatious and the movie kind of sets it up in the way that hector is going to kind of come over and be a bully a little bit to brian he's really nice hector is a very nice guy he comes over they have a little bit of like back and forth banter they're having fun they're talking cars yeah man hector hector's a cool guy confirmed uh, yeah, I, I would agree with that. And Stone, it's, uh, I would say it's time for another episode of Woodstone Drive, oh. that, but I decided no this week. <laughs> okay. Because in looking into Hector, Hector's car was going to be the um, subject of Woodstone Drive. Okay, that. okay, I like that. We, but... we get one small flash of his car as he points to it. He says he's going legit, whatever that means with a... Yeah, he's trying to join the Naira circuit, which I looked up and it's not real. Bummer. So tough for him. Someone's got to break that to Hector. People have speculated it's the National Import Race Association. Well, that would make sense. They're all driving imports. But Hector drives a 1992 Honda Civic hatchback, which is almost identical to the car Brian drives. So we're not going to do an official Woodstone drive. Wait, as drive Brian that. drives? Mm, 1992 Honda Civic. That's what, that was the first stone, Woodstone drive it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Hector drives a 1992 Honda Civic hatchback. Oh, okay. Okay. So, and we already so know. So that's why we're not playing Woodstone. Stone would drive that even harder than the first Honda because it has a hatchback and that's more practical. Um, it also, though, is a real car, a real show car at the time of the filming. I looked it up. They got it from like this shop in California that was already super tricked out. They did this really cool paint method. Uh, where they put like multiple different colors with plastic sheets in between to give it the that's why it looks kind of funky in the movie and the uh hood it actually has a hood it <laughs> looks like it doesn't but it has a hood made of glass that is very cool but seems awfully impractical <laughs> <laughs> right so uh i don't know if you'd want to drive that specific one it's since been uh, in shambles. It was stored incorrectly, and tragedies struck. It's oh, not no. a cool car anymore. Oh, you hate yeah. to hear it. No, I was that's thinking, a little behind the scenes for you. I was thinking about that with this because, like, there's a ton of cool looking cars. Like, did they just go around and ask and be like, "Hey, that's a nice car. Does it, do you want to put it in a movie?" <laughs> like, how did they get all these fucking cars? I mean, I can tell you with that, with Hector's car at least, that is what they did. Interesting. So, I I'd like to think that they just <laughs> asked if they want to put your nice car in a movie and people got excited about it mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so after uh hector and brian have a really fun time together getting to know each other uh then the real meat and bones of the scene stands up they're all waiting for dominic to show up 
and boy does he in a classic flying V formation. Holy shit, dude. So we see five cars come in. Remember last episode, we saw the four in the crew and their cars come in. It's those mm-hmm. four now being led by Dom. So now we know the why they're at Toretto's the because he's the leader of the squad. That's right. He That's leads right. them. He is there. And and from what everyone's talking about, uh, Dom at this gathering, he's a big fucking deal. He like runs the show. <laughs> oh, everyone loves him. The the whole point of all those people gathering there was waiting for Dom. Waiting to show for up. Dom. He literally runs the show. So he rolls up with the gang, and we get to see Dom's car now. We have the four cars we talked about last episode, and now being led by Dom in a bright orange mazda rx7 that has a robot on the side that doesn't have legs and is flying using green fire is that what's going on in that car that's what i gathered as well uh from it in hell of a vehicle dude i think it's so funny because again mazda rx7 is a cool car uh my cousin owned like a 90s late 80s early 90s one and it was a fucking mm. dope ass car, but seeing big ass Vin Diesel getting out of this little itty bitty <laughs> orange car is just so funny. <laughs> Such a weird choice of a car for him. There's not a lot of other room for stuff going on in no, there. No, no, you could fit him and his biceps, and that's about it. Like, there's not a lot of room in that car. Um, and Mazda is a foreign car as well, isn't it? Yeah, these are all imports. So the whole thing about like street racing, this is Stone's car talk on the pod. Uh, is they have like cheap parts you can get so you can tune them up and make them quick without like breaking the bank okay look at that we're already learning yeah we're 15 minutes in and we're learning a lot about cars already exactly so so we roll up and dom gets out and everyone loves him because he's dom and we see a girl get out who i still don't think we know her name and um she's wearing a different sheer top than last episode so in the past couple hours had an outfit change no, her name is, uh, we do know her name. Her name is Letty. Do we know that? Has it been spoken in the movie yet? It has, yeah. It, okay. it has been spoken because Letty goes up to uh, what I can only describe in her words as skanks. Oh, boy. <laughs> and Dom, uh, some two girls are talking to Dom. Uh, just to quick summarize, Letty doesn't like that. She says, sk- like, somewhere along the lines of skanks, get out of here before I leave some tread on your faces. She, she, They're terrified. She snarls at him like a cat. She, she says, does. I smell, goes, <laughs> sniffs, and says, smells, I smell skanks. Yeah. Incredible. What a nice, Dom nice lady. Says, Relax, Letty. I was just talking to him. So we do know her name. Okay. Okay. And we learn that they're a couple. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are, in fact, a couple. Um, and she doesn't like blonde white girls talking to her man. <laughs> That's right. Uh, no, she hates that, as a matter of fact. I think, to be fair, she would hate any kind of skank talking to her man. That is true. And these skanks said that they put their money on Dom, so we can only assume that he's going to be racing later for fucking cold hard cash. It sounds a lot like it, yeah. So that's exciting news. Um, the most exciting news in this scene, though, is that we learn that Brian uh, has no money to bet on this race, So he's bet his entire vehicle. Well, before that, Dom rolls in, and we know that he's the king of the castle. He literally just calls over all his henchmen. He gets Hector, the other guy whose name I don't know, and he's like, here's what we're doing. I got got the plans. One race, 
2G buy-in. Hector holds the money. And I'm like, wow, this guy's really <laughs> commanding the room. And then mm-hmm. Brian shows up and says, I don't have any money, but I have a car. Um, yeah, that's worth at least $10,000, pr- presumably more. Uh, so not a great negotiator. No, no, not great. But um, it is a nice car. We have a return of Jesse from the gang. He is the dork of the crew. And he, he, he looks under the hood and says, yeah, this is a real piece of machinery and says some more car shit that I didn't write down. But oh, it's a hell I of a ride. I couldn't, no. It, yeah, I heard cold air intake, which I originally heard... Um, quite some time ago, and ever since, have been throwing that term around. Oh, uh, great, great. Mm-hmm. I heard NOS again. Same situation. Everything else way went way over my head. Also, Brian gives the great line of, "If I win, I take the cash and the respect." <laughs> that's right. <laughs> because that's, that's right. more important to some people. Sometimes respect is worth more. Uh, Brian revealed to us. And, uh, boy, he nailed that one. I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Also, let's talk about Jesse for a minute because we get him again, and he's had a bit of an outfit change. Um, <laughs> so he's still wearing the knit cap, so the top of his head is still chilly, but his ears are hot because it's over the ears. Um, he's now ditched the denim vest and is now wearing a hoodie over a skin-tight white tank top. <laughs> He... So his arms got cold, we can only presume, so he had to put yeah. on the jacket. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, probably because he had a tank top on. Probably, probably, and it's very tight, so the wind went right through it. And this man's head is constantly cold. Constantly cold, but very warm ears is what I'm getting thus far from Jesse and his outfit. Yeah, So, and Jesse's just kind of like the nerdy guy that knows about cars, but I guess doesn't race them for some reason. He, he drives one, but he might not race it. Yeah, exactly. Right. And he does all their tune-ups, uh, and no one knows why. I, I, I wonder, I'm kind of curious if he gets a little cut or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the winnings, maybe. Um, I also wanted to point out Dominic in this scene, because he has a shaved head, but it, it isn't shaved very well. <laughs> you can kind of tell that he's just a man that's balding that shaves his head, instead of a guy that just has a shaved head. <laughs> Yeah, Which I don't is a think bizarre the choice. I, I think uh, in real life, I think he like shaved his own head for this movie. Yeah, I guess. Or like he shaved his own head three days ago and then they shot the scene and they're like, do you want to re- yeah. reshave it, Vin? And he goes, no. It's good no, enough. I'll set it. Yeah. I don't know if maybe that was an acting choice. Like his character doesn't bother shaving his head every day. No, there's or no maybe way that Vin Diesel <laughs> it's doesn't Vin. shave his head every day. It's all Vin. It's all Vin, baby. He's like, I'm getting paid Vin to Diesel, show up, not to at shave least my head. at the time of this filming, shaves his own head and not every day. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more because he he hasn't he's not the Vin Diesel of the twenty tens yet that's everywhere and in everything. Right, and he, he doesn't constantly have to look his best. Exactly, exactly. Not that he looked bad, to be clear. No, he it, was just, it was just he probably should have just shaved his head before he showed yeah, up Just a quick uh, once-over right before the scene. Yeah, be maybe, great. but, you know. I'm curious to see, because, um, like, with movie scenes, they film over multiple days, obviously, so I'm curious after another hard cut if his shave job is going to look equally as bad in the next scene. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, maybe they started with a bad shave job and then couldn't fix it throughout the entire movie. I don't know. We'll have to track it. 
Yeah, that's going to be exciting. Um, one thing we did skip that I wanted to touch on really quickly. Uh, the way Hector introduced himself was by saying, I'm Hector. <laughs> I have a last name too, but I can't pronounce it. And I think the intention of the line was maybe saying that Brian wouldn't be able to pronounce it. But the way he said it was Hector can't say his own last name. So Hector might be dumb. We don't know. What in the world, dude? Why didn't the director stop there and say, oh, heck, like, you know, read it wrong, Hector. Brian can't pr Or did the writer intend for him, as a joke, to not be able to say his own last name? I don't know, man. It's a good question that I don't think we're ever going to get the answer to, <laughs> to be honest. I've, I've never met a human being that can't pronounce their own last name. No, no. I've met plenty of people that can't pronounce other people's last names. But your own? That's bizarre. It seemed weird, but oh, yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to get the answer I don't answer know, maybe it was just like a funny opening line from Hector to let us know that he's a cool dude. I mean, it worked. I'm charmed by I'm him. charmed. But... We like Hector. Can confirm. Yeah, weird stuff. Weird stuff. Um, And then another thing to touch on, um, Brian is racing for pinks, uh, which is a pink slip. Yes. Which I am like, nothing on my vehicle registration or ownership is pink. Uh, what the hell are they talking about? Did they just make this up for this movie? No. California, up until 1988, printed uh, vehicle titles on pink paper so people wouldn't throw them away. Interesting. Okay, that that makes sense because I've thought about that too because I've heard about I've heard the term like racing for pink slips before, but mm -hmm. I also had that thought of I don't think I own any pink piece of paper. Do I not really own my car? Did someone accidentally steal it from right. me in a street race? I don't know. Oh, right. So it's a California no, turns thing. Turns out it's just a vehicle title. Um, so at, uh, in the movie, at the time of the movie, his I think he holds up a pink piece of paper. He does, yes. It, he wouldn't actually have a pink piece of paper because he had a 92 Honda Civic. He should have a No, 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 not a 90, paper. not a Honda Civic. He is driving a, a 95 Mitsubishi Eclipse. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. Brian show some respect the, to the, the lime Civic. green car, man. Regardless, he would not have a pink piece of paper. He'd have a blue one, most likely. But um, Dude, racing for pinks sounds so much better, yeah. Yeah, and uh, people, I guess, in the 50s and 60s all through this movie said racing for pinks, so now it's just a thing. Okay, uh, wait, that's a, that's a good fun history fact. Yeah. And so towards the end of the scene, we, we get a full uh, shot of Letty, the girl, and I just want to keep pointing out her outfit because she's a 2020 fashion icon. She's currently wearing a new sheer top. We don't see, see what boots she's wearing. Could be something amazing, but we, we're just missing that. I assume that. five foot tall platform. Exactly. Um, a big old studded belt on five a inches. leather miniskirt. 2020 fashion icon Letty. Let's go, dude. She could honestly, as you alluded to last episode, she could honestly dress the exact same today and people would be like, And yeah, she okay, would be TikTok the most popular girl. person on TikTok. Absolutely. So after we look at the car, we see it's worth $10,000, and Brian says, am I worthy? And Dom so points at him with a, a quick, smile. A, a clarifying point. Yeah. Just his upgrades he's done to the car is worth $10,000. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is a fucking beast of a car with apparently he's put ten grand enough upgrades in NOS in it to blow him up. And he asks, mm -hmm. am I worthy? And uh, Dom looks back, gives him a smile, and says, I don't know, but you're in. And then the five minute ends with the cars now leaving these giant concrete structures to some very intense 
2000s EDM music and car sounds, and that's where it ends. We got promised action. We got promised action, and I can't wait to see it next week. I mean, it's lit. This five minutes is literally like an episode of Dragon Ball Z, man. Just straight build up. <laughs> it's just straight build up. Give us some character deposition. We got some background. We got a new character in the very cool and nice Hector. And, and I can't wait to rumble. And now we're going to fucking race because I'm so excited for the next race. We don't know if Brian's worthy, but for f- he is for sure in. <laughs> Dude, I don't think he's worthy. I mean, presumably he's not worthy because he can't go over 140 without spinning out. He, but he also, also can't park his red truck. He also. Yeah, right. He crashed the red truck. Doesn't but have how is he, $2,000. Is he going to start the movie apparently? off by wrecking his car? I mean, by losing his car? In a bet? Maybe, man. We'll see. There's but no way. Dude, he has to win the race somehow. Is that a is that a hot prediction for a guard that he's going to win the race? I predict he has to win the race, and I'm going to go further and say he's going to do it through underhanded or nefarious means. I don't think he's going to win the race by skill. I think he's going to win the race by absolutely blowing his car through the streets with Nos. So he's going to win the way that... Um... In the original Pokemon, Ash gets badges, not by beating the other Pokemon, but by, like, showing respect and being a cool dude. Yeah, I think that, I think maybe he'll take second and they'll let him keep his car. Okay, and he'll, he'll earn the respect. That's like, that's a guard prediction. Okay. Yeah, I don't think he's going to win. I, that's my official prediction. He won't win, but they'll let him keep his car. I love that prediction. I can't wait until next week when we get to find out. (laughs) how this race goes because they've really built it up they have i'm i'm thrilled and watching it in five minute increments has really built the race up for oh me. my gosh because it is normally we're, we're seeing in. this yeah we're we're seeing this in normal time at minute 15 through 20 i assume next week uh we have seen it with a great amount of buildup yeah yeah about three weeks worth maybe a little more yeah so that's gonna be really exciting well, that's great. I mean, we went through a lot this episode, and I'm super excited for next episode, so we get to see some fucking racing, finally. Hell yeah, brother. Um, do you have any other stuff, Stone? Um, I do have some other stuff, Guard. Uh, I know that we both watched at least one of the same movie, probably two at this point, but uh, I watched <laughs> 1954's Godzilla, <laughs> which I quite enjoyed. Uh, not too many details, but it was a weird black and white monster movie, and I liked it. And we also watched another movie from the year 2000, <laughs> which is Snow Day, which was fucking awful and an absolutely bonkers time. So is it fair to say, Son, you don't like Snow Day as much as Fast and Furious? I don't, but I didn't not enjoy watching it because it was off the goddamn rails. Those kids it is a love snow. Insane movie, yeah. <laughs> Those kids love snow. It was like the children of the corn, but replace corn with snow. Yeah, that's yeah, that's really. And that's uh, kind of what that movie those, weirdly was. Um, Stone, I had some other stuff. This yeah, week please as tell well. me your other stuff, guard. I recently watched Antebellum. Antebellum. I don't know if I know what that is. I didn't talk about this in the first episode, did I? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I wa- Sorry if I did already. I watched Antebellum, and I think it's by Jordan. I think Jordan Peele directed. Uh, I want to say... Let me make that up to... Let me look that up and see if it's correct. But anyway, it's really creepy and really good. I liked it a lot. 
Okay, so that's a guard would recommend. I that's a total uh, watch, uh, really good, and it is directed by Gerard Bush and Christopher Renz. I don't know. So I not even close on your guess. No, no not, not even, even close. Close. Yeah, oops on that one, but it's really good. Okay, would recommend. Oh, one more other thing, other stuff for me, not movie related, but I got my second vaccine. Let's fucking go, guard. Oh hell yeah! I dude. cannot wait to meet up with you and you know just blast each other with our par- particles i'll let you sneeze mm. on me i swear to god <laughs> i'm looking forward to that and i will take you up on it it's been too long it's been i'm way getting too mine long. uh on friday my second dose and can we i think we're gonna take a bold stance and say the fast five minute podcast is four vaccines i'm gonna i'm gonna go out on a limit here and say we're very pro vaccine Go get your vaccines. Controversial topic, uh, but yeah, I think we're going to go ahead and say uh, pro-vaccine here on the Fast 5-Minute Podcast. Take take in the hard stances. Well, that was a great episode, Guard. Um, Would you like to take us out? I would. uh, That's all the time we have tonight, but as always, uh, you know, uh, we've been Guard and Stone. Don't dox us. How would they know where we live?